Challengers, welcome back to Challenge Me For You. I'm Nazia, and I'm feeling very grateful today to have a very special guest with me, Mrs. Venita Vedamai. She is my guru and mentor for an Indian classical dance called Bharatnatyam. I took Bharatnatyam to connect with my body and spirit, to surrender and regulate myself while nurturing my values, to pacify from the daily stressors of life. But before I dive into today's topic, on how to use the body as an instrument in dance, I would like to welcome our guest speaker who will share some loving thoughts to commemorate a memory of her beloved mother who passed away last year on this date, who was also her guru. Please welcome Ms. Veneta Vedamai. Hi, Nazia, and thank you so much for having me today. Um, and I really appreciate uh, it coinciding with my mother's uh, first anniversary uh, of her passing, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And how are you feeling at this time? I know it's been a year, it's, and how are you able to pass on this memory, this actually legacy from you learning dance from her? Oh, what are some thoughts that come to your mind at this time? Yeah, it's been a really um, tough year uh, on many levels for me and uh, my father, who is um, still in India, mm-hmm. um, on in many ways, uh, as you can probably imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother, um, as you mentioned, uh, was my guru for uh, Bharatanatyam. She also taught me uh, Carnatic classical music for a little bit, uh, which is... Uh, the music that accompanies uh, our traditional Bharatanatyam dance um, and uh, really sort of laid the foundation of the musicality for what goes behind the dance form that she was teaching me, saying that without the music, you are only, um, you know, halfway there if you really want to truly be a complete dancer, which when I was younger, I did not understand and did not appreciate, but I'm really thankful for today. Uh, where I am. Um, I am fortunate that I she has passed on to me a wealth of knowledge by way of dance pieces that were traditional, that were taught to her by her guru, Srimati Rukmini Devi Arundel of Kalakshetra. Um, my mother was a one of the first disciples of Rukmini Devi um, in Kalakshetra when it was as, you know, a uh, initially established as an institution and uh, Rukmini Devi taught her personally several pieces and a few pieces that are actually choreographed specifically for my mother and so my mother was able to pass on those uh, legacies to me if you will um, by teaching me all of those quite complicated uh, pieces very early on uh, I might add um, to which I also learned the music and I also learned the shulukatte or the chattis that went uh, with the drum syllables so that I would be able to not just practice but also teach which was again something I did not really think about uh, back when I was learning with my mother mm-hmm. um, so I mean it's been difficult because dance is so, such an important part of my life it is a huge component of uh, what I do um, it's not my profession profession uh, it's but it's more than a hobby it's um, 
a spiritual connection that I have with the dance. I've always had it, and it's become more so, uh, more intense in the in the you know in the past few years. Um, and that now sort of brings me um, really much closer to my mother, um, who was my guru uh, in imparting this this knowledge to me. Um, it's a sacred art form, if you will, um, something that really helps you connect with yourself um your mind and your body in a way that not a lot of other things do at least for me um even though i am active and i exercise um this is really one uh, step further uh, in my opinion mm-hmm. um and uh my mother ha- also taught uh, several other students um and recently i was able to because it's her upcoming anniversary i was able to you know uh get in touch with some of them um and that was you know we've all moved on we've all we all are married have families and all in different parts of the world mm-hmm. but this really gave me a wonderful opportunity to get and try to get in touch with them and see if we would all want to come together and put together um like a small tribute to my mother um, mm-hmm. a dance based tribute to my mother uh, which we hope to get uh, done and release um soon through hopefully a social media outlet mm-hmm. um and so yes it's it's been a rough year um i don't know that people say that time will heal and that it would get better um i just have to hope that that's true um there are of course good days and there are not so good days um but i guess at the end of the day you have to sort of move on for um the ones that are here and that are still uh, in your life and that you care for and you love and um that includes my family that includes my father who was in india and my aunt who was uh hugely helpful to my father um in taking care of my mother um in india um and of course my very own family here um and my family of uh dance uh, my students my students parents and um the community in general um so using that i think has to my strength i think or to my advantage i think has brought me some strength um in some ways to um keep it going wow that's incredible yeah definitely uh and i see that too being your student so how does bharatnatyam use the body or utilize the body as an instrument do you feel that do you can see that that it's a very integral piece in conveying the dance or the steps yes for sure so um bharatnatyam is uh, it's a very ancient dance form um it uh, you know goes way back um and there are sculptures to prove it in the southern part of india uh, that show the um the uh, several uh, poses of uh, dancers in the outsides um of the temples they're carved into stone uh, beautiful pieces of art <clears throat> and it was um it's it has typically two parts to it uh, the dance form itself the way we do it today uh, the way we perform it today the way we practice it today um the two essential uh, aspects to it one is the nritya or just the pure dance that's set to drum syllables and then the abhinaya which is the expression or the bhava or the emotion acts aspect of it um and the two together really uh form the essence of uh, bharatnatyam and um you use your body the body is your temple really 
and literally you use your body to depict um, the fluid movements that you that one has choreographed um, through the drum syllables and the music and uh, you know it, the movement is uh, in all dimensions really uh, sidewards forward jumps turns uh, you name it and the abhinaya aspect of the mime is what really renders or delivers the meaning of a song and it can be really any song traditionally we perform to a uh, very old classical um uh poetry or songs that have been choreographed by um scripted by you know uh, saints and composers back in the day uh but of course i think maybe living in the us maybe has opened my eyes somewhat to the need for or the utility of using other types of music as well uh, including modern music to uh, convey um, expression uh, which is sometimes can be more difficult because there is not always a narrative and so to deliver some mood or theme using that kind of different music is is a challenge and so you really truly have to use your body and almost all parts of it to deliver that story use your face your facial expressions of course different parts of the face your eyebrows your eyes your mouth your your um uh neck um and you use the the body itself because you are uh delivering that impact of something you're trying to say to express what you want that's inside you that you want the audience or the spectator to feel you want them to be moved by what you're uh representing and showing and so that's the ultimate goal is that is to move that person that's watching you or observing you um which is rasa that's really what you want to create in in the observer and so without using the body as a whole it's not really going to have a full impact although um i'm sure that there are some really good dancers out there that can do um, that as well but truly the body is an instrument um in this dance yeah for sure definitely and what are you feeling when you dance what what's happening with you have you felt any strong emotions how how are you feeling when you're executing these dance movements or dancing That's an interesting question as yeah. So when I do the abhinaya or the mime component mm-hmm. um I have to sort of put myself in the position of the narrator or the hero or the heroine that I'm trying to depict. So for example, if I'm trying to narrate a story where the heroine is complaining about the hero that is far away from her she pines for him and she's talking to her friend say you know oh sakki oh dear friend of mine please um, help me please help me reunite with my lover i really have to imagine myself in her shoes even though that hasn't ever really happened in my life right so i have to sort of completely absorb myself let it go and feel something try to feel something that i have never experienced so it's kind of an out of the body experience or out of the mind experience in some in some regard mm-hmm. uh in order to get that um perfect or well there is no such thing as perfect but mm-hmm. get that really good expression level quality um to to come out from within and there are some days that that happens that 
comes easy to me. There are some days that it just doesn't work. Um, and that's why you sort of, it's a continuous process of practice and um, experience. And so ultimately when you get the opportunity to do that in front of somebody, um, that should hopefully be sort of second nature that you feel that you just get into it. And it's like a, it's like a hand in the glove kind of experience. Um, that's one aspect. And, and I think a lot of dancers might agree with me that when you're doing the pure nritta or the, the, just the non-abhinaya component as well, there is something that's turning in your inside. There is the, the mind is active, of course, because you are executing these steps at super super speed usually uh you're moving around you're calculating different things you know how far you have to go what steps you need to take how do you retrace back am i being um you know symmetrical am i moving the same amount in every direction am i sitting down enough you know all the nuances is it's all going through your head even though you've done it and done it and done it um you're still doing all of that sort of math in your head but on top of that, there is another layer, at least uh, from the way I see it. There is a point where you reach sort of semi-exhaustion or exhaustion in some pieces, and you're just um, there is. I, I don't even know the exact words. You're, you're mm-hmm. the, the mind is just um, mm-hmm. you're just out of your mind. You're beside your mind, really, with mm-hmm. some kind of exhilaration let's say mm-hmm. um, just feel this um, maybe it's endorphin rush uh, maybe that's what you get when you're running um, I don't know I'm not much of a runner uh, but there is that feeling that you get when you're really pushing your body to do something beautifully and with precision and thinking about it and not just grimacing like you can do some other things that right. are just physically exhaustive mm-hmm. uh, but you still have to portray that in a beautiful way um, there is an extra layer of something that's working in your head and that's something that's really rewarding at the end of the day um, and you know actually the next day you feel it even even better when you wake up in the morning after having a really exhaustive uh, workout session or practice session the day before the next morning you just feel super good and super alive somehow so that's um that's kind of the stuff that goes through my head uh while dancing wow it's beautiful because i see it as art you know for me i'm an artist so when i'm seeing this there's so much art into it it's like you know different strokes or like different steps or like strokes to be and seeing that expression just come alive it's it's amazing um even though it's not innately your experience or your let's say poetry that you're portraying but you can relive something that you haven't experienced and it feels like wow where where did i go yeah (laughs) with this so that's really beautiful so yes thank you for for being here um and taking the time to speak about this do you have anything else that you would like to to share perhaps or encourage uh dancers yeah, I, I say that given the, the current situation that we're in, um, this hopefully once-in-a-lifetime pandemic that we're in for us, um, I say don't give up on uh, you know keeping yourself active. Uh, if it means you have to go outside and you know run or, or whatever it is that you do and you're used to, do it. But if you're a dancer, just keep at it. You might not have the opportunity to perform just yet, but it's going to come back. Um keep at it keep practicing this is a great time to 
to practice all of those nuances that you were taught and never really had a chance to execute maybe because you were always just you know ready to move on to the next thing and learn or create so this is a great way to internalize all of those things and just work on on those small things um to better yourself to improve yourself mm-hmm. um which doesn't require human contact or doesn't you know doesn't need for you to be in the presence of people and in in you know sight of people really i think it's a great opportunity that's just sort of we've been given to mm-hmm. slow down you know hit the pause button and mm-hmm. uh do some of the stuff that we've been doing at just breakneck speed but then slow it down and then just really evaluate and and do a better job mm-hmm. of what we have been doing so and that applies to me as well i mean it's a great time for me to stop and practice i have much more time for it now um so i really appreciate that opportunity that we've been given um and uh i mean it's my take on it right you have to look on the bright side of this pandemic i think so that's that's one way of doing it and so uh yeah keep on dancing and um um i will definitely be doing something tomorrow um and in the days to come uh to commemorate my mother to celebrate her um and i will keep you posted on uh, what comes out of that project and thank you so much for having me nasia yeah thank you and you're welcome it was a, it was truly a pleasure and i i love the dance classes that we have once a week on zoom So yeah. and even this interview that we're having is over the phone so this is a phone <laughs> recording so it's just amazing that things don't cease just because we have this pandemic going on so thank you and um definitely more to come and remember everyone it's keeping that attitude of gratitude thank you <laughs>